Hello, all you potential victims in the city of New York City, and welcome to the official Prodigal Son podcast with me, the FBI director of the podcast, Greggy. I am here with all of the cast members. We've got Miranda. Welcome to the show. Hi. Do we say anything? No, it's no, it's it's hard. I mean, we haven't we still haven't settled on something. I don't know. Anything memorable on the show? So. <laughs> yeah, maybe the girl in the box, but that isn't really like a greeting. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should all say it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Miranda, the girl in the box to you. I had the girl in the box to you. Thank you. Uh, and Kevin is here. Kevin, the girl in the box to you. Ah, the girl in the box to you, and. Uh... Girl in the box, obviously, to Tim and Miranda as well. Oh, girl in the box, back to back to you, Kevin. And Tim is here, the girl in the box, too. Tim, I'm the girl in the box. Remember <laughs> that song? No. Have we done that yet? Really. I feel like I might have made that what joke before. It's um, "Man in the Box" by um, Alice in Chains. Oh, sorry. Not familiar. Never yeah, heard her. I'm kind of a music nerd. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, that was, I, I assume, a, a great rendition of that song. Great job, Tim. Yeah. No, if you knew it, you would have recognized it. It's like if you didn't oh, recognize sure. it, it's because you don't you just don't know the song. Absolutely. That's definitely true. Uh, yeah. So it's time to do this podcast <laughs> that we do. Um. Wow, what a what a week it's been. Uh I don't remember how long it's been since we last did a podcast. Um It's not that long. Not that long. Pretty recently one has come out, so uh but everybody they really wanted to hear about this episode because uh there's so much good stuff in this episode. So we really just <laughs> gotta get right to it because it's what everybody's clamoring for. Yep. I feel like this. I I really feel like this is the best episode of the show that we've seen. Really, I didn't feel that way at all. I thought it was like the worst one so far. Oh wow! I thought it definitely had some entertaining parts, uh, some like laughable moments. Uh, you know, like our, you know, what we thought we were signing up for with the show, and then there was actually yeah. some good, um, a couple of uh, good moments where I was like, ooh. I want to hear what everybody liked about this episode. I mean, um, everything, obviously. You, well, we can, <laughs> I, I want to yeah, hear what everybody liked that. the most about this episode. Should we just start it that way? Should we just say what we liked the most about the episode first? I or should we go through and, and get to it when we get to it? Yeah, I don't want to like shock our listeners, but I, I can't name. I can do either. I'm one of like the most versatile agents on the podcast. <laughs> That is true. Is it? Yeah, Kevin is very versatile, I would say. Probably like yeah. top top two of the of your co-host, Greg. Yeah, top, top three top at least. I mean <laughs> probably this top is, two, but this is the way I see it. It's Greggy's the king. Uh Miranda's the queen. 
Okay. Uh, Tim is a 10. And I'm that jack of all trades in between the queen and the 10. <laughs> and two, two under the king. Oh. I, uh, I feel so stupid. I felt so honored when you called me a 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to make it like in a nice way. Because when I, when I thought about it, that I was the jack of all trades, and I was like, well, Miranda would be the queen. And then I would say, oh, it'd be nice to call Tim a 10, right? And then it fit that Greggy was also the king. So I, th- I felt it was compliments all the way around. I think, be the... I'm, I think I'm the ace, personally. I was just about to call myself the ace, and I feel really <laughs> mad that I let you talk instead of yeah. talking over you. And I could tell that you were going to do it, and I, uh, I took it from you. Okay, tell me why you're the ace, and then I'll tell you why I'm the ace. Why am I the ace? Because I'm number one, baby. Damn, what that's a good, uh, that's really good argument. That's really good. <laughs> that's really good. I might feel stupid now. <laughs> I'll say because if you can't uh, handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Oh, because oh, Ace could okay. be because it could oh. be the worst card or the best card. Uh, yeah, Miranda's is better. Okay, she's the Ace. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say. Do you want to be the Queen, Tim? I mean, could I just be like the King of a different suit? I guess. <laughs> could we all be kings? There are four kings on a deck. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we could each be kings. That was a deep. That was a song lyric. Can we all be kings? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that Tim, you're the ace because um, that was the old uh, military sniper training game where you'd shoot the ace from a couple miles away, right? And you'd have to get right in the diamond in the middle, <laughs> and you would yeah. do that all the time. <laughs> so they called you ace. <laughs> <laughs> Along with, I think, Shooter and <laughs> something else. Going through all the hits here. <laughs> yeah, I forgot Tim was the sniper for a second there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what are we doing? Are we... Uh... I guess we'll, go, we'll just go through my notes. And uh, if your favorite part of the episode comes up, you have to say so. Everybody, please promise now you have to say it if it comes up in that part. I have two favorites. Can I have two favorites? Favorite real part? Favorite, like, real, like, genuine I have, I have part one we're talking favorite. about. Okay. Okay. I, what do you, um, so this week... Your favorite fake part? Well, like, a fa- like, I have a favorite part, but it wasn't... Uh, they weren't trying to make that anybody's favorite part of the show. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I guess if you have more than one favorite part, you also have to promise to say it. Um, you have to say all your favorite parts. Uh, so this week we watched Prodigal Son, Season 1, Episode 10, Silent Night. This was the Christmas episode, guys. Uh, very festive. You know, Christmas, uh, it's not like they just mentioned it like three times in the episode. And otherwise, it, it had no real part of the, uh, the the episode. This was the Christmas episode. Yeah, honestly, if... Because we did not watch this around Christmas, I had no idea. Like I, 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 I knew they were saying Christmas stuff, but I, I it still didn't click for me that this was a Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so it opens up. Prodigal son is watching his sister's uh, uh, report on the news. She's on American Direct News. Okay, um, this was this was my favorite part. Uh, I'll just have to say. <laughs> yeah, just, American Direct News was one was my fake favorite part. 
just the the performance by our girl uh Ainsley Whitley, uh, Halston Sage. Just the way she it, this is like the I was cracking up out loud for sure. Just her delivery, I think I, I can do a pretty good impression of it. <laughs> it was a uh, Dr. Martin Whitley murdered 23 people. Uh, she started it <laughs> off like his name was Dr. Martin Whitley hyphen murder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it, I, I, I have I have it all written down here. Um, I don't know if I want to just do my impression of Halston Sage. Actually, I practiced this and then I forgot all about it. But it went like this: Doctor Martin Whitley murdered twenty-three people as the surgeon, making him one of the world's most notorious serial killers. I mean, Z Whitley from American Direct News, and the surgeon. Is my father? Wow, I noticed. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. I noticed um, your sexy little legs got a lot sexier (laughs) and a lot more little. Yeah, I hope I didn't distract you with my cleavage. (laughs) Uh, American Direct News is one of the worst fake names I've ever heard. I think it's It's pretty bad. But I did. I it it did make me think about. at first, I was like, on other shows, they would just have it be on their own network. Like, if it was on CBS, they'd be like, CBS News. But because uh-huh. this show is on Fox, it would be super weird for her to be like, with Fox News, I'm <laughs> I'm Ainsley Surgeon, or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. It would be weird. Yeah, they should have had who? Who's, like, Garvey? Uh, who are the people? Who's on Fox News? Fox and Friends? Yeah, you got Fox. <laughs> yeah. you got uh, Easily with Fox and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> and the surgeon is my father. You got Swiper on there. Swiper? Swiper is a fox, right? Swiper from Dora the Explorer is near Fox? Yeah. Okay, so you're yeah. idiots for not laughing at my joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, while Malcolm is watching this um, report, his mom comes over and uh, she throws something at his TV. What was it that she threw at the TV? Stiletto. Oh, okay. So sharp. The the foot of it was so sharp it went through the glass of the TV. Okay. Yeah. This part was very confusing to me because after that he's like, oh, you're just going to go around not letting anybody watch the TV. Good thing you got a lot of shoes. And I didn't realize that she had thrown a shoe at the TV. So I was like, what? <laughs> What does her having a lot of shoes have to do with anything? So I'm glad we talked about this. Well, if she's going to be going around to everybody's house and destroying their TVs, she's going to have to have <laughs> a lot of shoes because they were out after you. So something common knowledge. Uh, so I thought it fitted. I'm going to guess that each one of her shoes costs more than most people's TVs. So it's, it's still a positive transaction for all those people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the, n- not to jump ahead because we hate that and we despise that. But at the end, we kind of got a reveal of like around how much money this family has based on the the reward that is placed at the end. Um, it, it gives us sort of an idea, but also the fact that he wasn't really worried at all about that like eighty inch TV that's covered by an inch of like plated glass for some reason, <laughs> which it must weigh like five hundred pounds, like the heaviest flat screen TV ever. To, uh, created just that's also, my also if you if you break the 
the screen of your TV. I tried this because I was I I was skeptical, but I tried this, so I have to get a new TV. It just freezes whatever image was on, and it shows it perfectly. But the cable <laughs> yeah. box knows to stop moving forward your program. <laughs> you put your DVR pauses automatically. You have no lines. Yeah, that part did look very fake to me when that happened. Like, uh, it had like cracks in the screen and stuff that looked, uh, you know, digitally superimposed or whatever. And it made me like stop and like touch my screen, my TV. Like, is it really? It seems like it's like kind of plasticky or something. It's not glass like that, is yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was my point when it was in like a, <laughs> uh, an inch plated glass. You know, if, if Malcolm's mom was the guy that threw the, shoe at George Bush, he would be dead. (laughs) 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 He would have a hole in his forehead. (laughs) His autopsy would be like a shoe in his forehead. (laughs) Rigor mortis sets in instantly. He's just frozen. (laughs) (laughs) It's physics. It's shoe physics. Uh... Yeah, she's mad at uh, her daughter for doing this report again, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. I did not do very good notes this time. Uh, um, Malcolm. Oh, good. No, I mean, That's uh, fine. it's like the less we talk about the less we talk about the show, the better the podcast is, I think. Oh, OK. Right. Well, that's good. Well, I don't know. I've talked to some listeners and they. <laughs> They're like, you know, they really want this, the full length, like two hour synopsis of the show, like we used to do with the Orville. Next is they get to the, the murder, right? They're at some hotel or something. Yeah, they go to the hotel. Um, at first, when he was talking to Gil, like on their way up, I thought maybe like he did like a surprise Christmas party for the uh, prodigal son or something like that. Uh, but yeah. no, it is just a, a murder. They go upstairs and, um, <laughs> you know, he he looks around and uh, he does his little trick thing where he is able to, you know, tell the, the past or whatever um, based on the way people are facing and stuff like that. And he decides it, it, it's got to be a murder murder because, uh, uh, well, it's dumb that I just said it's a murder, murder, because that's what I wrote down in my notes. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, so, yeah, he says that it, it's not a murder suicide. Uh, and then I, I thought he would say it's a murder, murder, because they were both killed. But no, he says something else. It's a double homicide. That's what he says. Homicide. Yeah, I actually have. I, sorry, I have some good notes from uh, from this beginning here. At, like mm-hmm. normally my, they taper off near the end, but uh, <laughs> they're they're pretty good at the beginning. So like. There's something I want to point out is that, like, at the beginning, yeah, like you said, I guess they're in the lobby or somewhere of this hotel. And, yeah. uh, cause they, they walk in, yeah, like you said, it's a Christmas party. And then, uh, Lou says, I guess his name is Gil. He says, <laughs> uh, I got, he, he's telling him bad news about some <clears throat> FBI agent <clears throat> who he has history with. And then he says, oh, but don't worry. I got something that'll cheer you up. Uh, and then it's, like a dead uh, detective and a dead sex worker. Like, I don't know. It, 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 that that to me was like, you know, that shouldn't actually cheer you up. That's to me, that should be sad. And, you know, especially because of the dead officer. 
<laughs> because they are <laughs> <Yes>. also authors. <laughs> I thought that um, would be I, more. Uh, yeah, it's it when anybody when when a when a sex worker dies, cheers you up. When a police officer <laughs> dies, that makes you sad. That's what you're saying. Should have got Well, I thought, and to make it more clear, uh, Malcolm should have been like, ah, yes, and then see the cop with the badge and be like, oh no, <laughs> my heavens, this is actually bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I wrote down, why do they bother telling Malcolm what they think happened? <laughs> That's true. Because <laughs> it always starts where they're like, yeah, we're pretty sure it's a uh, um, a murder-suicide. And then he just goes, no, idiots, it's obviously not. And every episode starts that way, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, uh, yeah. well... We think it's a, a, a you know, suicide, blah, blah, he got angry. Um and anyway, I have an, another note from actually before this, and, and this is actually really important that I get this out, is uh, JT, uh, when they walk in, uh, you know, when you first realize they're actually walking to a crime scene, JT is standing there in the hall waiting. He's like, the hallway's clear, and uh, I should be eating my wife's Kringle right now. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I think right after that, he turns and says, it's a pastry. <laughs> because yes, yes. I think we are supposed to assume that that's like his wife's pussy or something. <laughs> <laughs> he should be home eating well, his wife's pussy. <laughs> I don't know. Is that what he's saying? That is the implication he's trying to protect us from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I guess he just wants everybody... To know that he he's not into that. He's, that's not he's, for him. Yeah, he's DJ Khaled. <laughs> Does not do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Miranda. Uh, I just had to clear that up with Greggy. <laughs> Dreaming about that moment, the Kringle. What does it mean? What is a Kringle? I, by I don't the way, understand. is he saying a Kringle is like it's it's. I think it's mostly in Wisconsin, actually, and it's like it's it's Danish, and um, it's like a ring-shaped pastry. Okay. Very flaky. There's a filling in the middle, and then a white icing. Yeah. On the top. You can see how you get confused. And everybody gets it at Christmas, and uh, well, mm -hmm. is he saying if if he's talking about the pastry, is he saying that she made it because people don't like normal people don't really like make. Kringles. That would be like saying, I'm going to go eat my wife's croissants. Like, people don't just go make them usually. Or is he saying that she bought it so it's hers and he has to like ask her permission to have a slice because they don't share it? <laughs> yeah. Like, every, every, everyone at the table gets one and then he's like, Oh, honey, I left my. He finishes his immediately. He's like, Oh, honey, I left my beer in the other room. And then. <laughs> Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, sorry, I, I just we, you know, I just wanted to know. Yep. So yes, the the police officer was turned the wrong way, so he must have uh, been murdered, um, because he would have been ashamed to uh, <laughs> to kill himself. So he would have turned around or something. Like the the couch is facing one direction in this room. Like it, it kind of doesn't make sense to me. Like if he's there, if he, <laughs> I guess he, he the, the implication is he would have gotten up. He would he would have killed this woman. 
bang, bang, and then like got nothing, gone to a different place, uh, being ashamed to kill himself. He would have moved the couch to face it. Right <laughs> <before>. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's definitely a murder, murder. Also, in this scene, he's waving around a loaded gun and pointing it at, at like walls in this hotel that has people in it, and mm-hmm. no one cares at all. <laughs> Yeah, Until everybody he puts it on his head. Exactly. Everybody stops him when he like points it at his own head and everything. But he's been like pointing all around the room, like <laughs> as a pointer, like to, as he's making his points. Like it seems like every time that would have like gone by, you would have been ah, stop, right, knock it off. Um, but yeah, it was loaded as, as we find out. A fun little gag there. That was not my favorite moment. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> um the the mean FBI lady she comes in um she's covering the Patrick Duvall case um she takes Bright and uh Diamond Lou off the case and and uh she does not like our old buddy prodigal son she she hates his guts i think yeah there's some sort of history there <laughs> yeah i thought so i don't really know the fundamentals of criminal profiling but so they're both like top of their field criminal profilers right and yet they they seem to have like a fundamental disagreement on what should be like a really like a criminal profiling 101 type issue which is whether like it's nature or nurture for serial killers but they both have like super strong convictions um you know i'm not i don't know where i'm going with this i just felt like that uh, did not feel real to me. I wasn't buying it. I was like, you know, from my all my trainings. <laughs> yeah. If you've been trained, you know, you that kind of stuff just sticks out to you. It was difficult because everything felt felt so realistic until that moment. <laughs> and then if it was a real science, it seems like they would agree a little more. Maybe. Yeah, that's uh, what science is all about, I think. Reaching a consensus, right? <laughs> I think we can all agree on that. Um, let's see. So the it turns out that police chief who um, like killed himself and uh, this, this, uh, this sex worker, he would not have been hiring a female sex worker because he was gay the whole time and, and it was an yes. open secret. Like A lot of people knew it, actually. Um, saying, which we, surprised we, me that Malcolm didn't realized that while he was going over the murder scene like uh hmm this guy's gay just yeah, out of like one he, of his intuitions like, yeah his hair spirals the other way he must be a homosexual <laughs> sounds like bad science <laughs> so outdated um but we did we did skip the introduction of the of the other cop because oh, they, he tells them he's gay Oh yeah, he points the gun at a. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We yeah. did skip that. Yep. So there's an alcoholic cop that um <laughs> they go and knock on his door and and he's freaking out and he he points a gun at them because uh somebody's out there killing cops so they must be after him next. And he kind of he has a little bit of Malcolm in him his own self because he notices that Malcolm's uh his hand is shaking. The same way it did when he was a child, I guess. That's how he recognizes that that is uh, that's not Malcolm Bright. That's Malcolm Whitley. 
Yeah. Was this guy introduced any other in any other previous episode? Because they sure acted like he was. Like, I did not know who this <laughs> guy was so. for a while. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I think yeah. I would remember if there was ever a police, a policeman that was mean to, you know, child Malcolm. That's that's something with the show. They can just constantly add a guy that he forgot, you know? And this is another guy you forgot. <laughs> he just keeps remembering new people. Mm-hmm. We're going to find um, out he was, I don't know, training people to fly planes in Florida in like <laughs> 2000. That'll be, yeah, that'll be season eight, the season eight arc. <laughs> and his dad was like, I don't know. It's um, a favor <laughs> for the Saudis. Oh, God. Sorry. A lot of uh, a lot of George Bush references from Kev tonight. <laughs> it's my research. My research is creeping in. <laughs> are you uh, are you one of those people who's been realizing that hey maybe George W. Bush wasn't that bad? Maybe I kind of missed this guy. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could give him a hard candy and watch a football game with him. Is how I feel. Um. I, I wrote down, so this guy's got kind of an interesting voice, I think we all noticed, right? Oh, yeah. I wrote down, it sounds like he has, like, a raw egg caught in the back of his throat. <laughs> if we had an audio clip, you would have heard the truth behind that, but... How about you just give us well, uh, just an example of what a raw egg in the throat... For the listeners? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do. I don't have a raw egg with me, so. Okay, and what if it? What if it was a cooked egg? What would that sound like? If it was, if it was a what? A cooked egg. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, which is the sound he makes at the uh, at grandma's dinner table? <laughs> okay, okay, we're getting ahead. We're getting ahead. She makes eggs. <laughs> oh. oh, look! Before we get ahead, there was a call. Um, Halston makes a call to Malcolm uh, at some point, and uh, oh, I, just sorry, another I just good, have to uh, say, I, I just have to say, I thought you were saying that we got a call that somebody called our podcast <laughs> to talk about something, and I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely nobody called. This isn't as good as the time I got a call from the uh, uh, Green Greenpeace <laughs> asking me why I'm not donating anymore. <laughs> Nothing as hot as that scoop. But uh, no, this is uh, earlier in the podcast. Halston uh, calls Malcolm, and it's just another one of those line readings where she just her emphasis on words is off. Because uh, okay, well I I don't know. Uh, Okay, I have the, uh, I wrote down her whole line here. <laughs> she goes, uh, so it's like, ring, ring. Uh, hi, this is Malcolm. Leave a message. Malcolm, just a friendly reminder that I need your ass at mom's tonight. Since the interview, mom is being very mom right now. But the, uh, it's a lot of emphasis on I need your ass. <laughs> and I think if anybody has the same exact brain as me, they would uh, know exactly what I'm talking about. But if not, maybe it's just something I picked up on. No, I, I think what they do for Halston Sage, because, look, we love her, but she's not the best actress. I think what they do is they 
they write her line you know like that game where it's like it's words but when you say them out loud you realize it sounds like other words but you don't really know what the words are the you hear yourself Instagram say filter? It. uh maybe <laughs> i wish i could think of an example but it would be I like hope. yeah it would be like you would say like an omni mouse and you'd be like an omni mouse oh anonymous but you know you like you don't understand the words i feel like they mm-hmm. do that because they do it phonetically best, for her yeah that's the best performance they're gonna get out of her is <laughs> where she can't really try to change it at all <laughs> yeah there was a i was watching hail caesar the other night and it was uh there's a part where the uh um this is so like specific, but uh, the guy, the cowboy, <laughs> Randall's falling asleep. The guy that uh, was doing the cow, <laughs> the cowboy guy, he gets into like a a, a fancy film, and uh, he his line is tore that it would be so simple, and uh, he keeps saying it goofy because he's a cowboy, and the and you know Ralph Fiennes is going back with him. He's like to say exactly as I'm saying, tore that it would be so simple, tore that it would be so simple, and he's like tore that it would be so, but um. So, Hail Caesar fans are going to love this moment of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And we can continue. Oh, sorry. We can edit this out. Here's the shoe scene. Yeah, look at that. Look when he pulls it out of the glass, how how deep it is in that glass. (laughs) It's like... Yeah, that is... Look look at that. that. What is that? Glass. It's like trying, no to that's trying to scale a glacier or something. <laughs> that is not. That, it can't possibly be the way a broken TV works. I want to try it now broken just TV to see what it'll do. Don't work, Greggy. <laughs> oh, okay, you got me. Okay, speaking uh, of the, uh, I, okay. I just, I just want to clarify for the listeners that um, Greggy's background in our video chat is this episode that we already had to watch once today <laughs> and it's already played through once since we've been talking and now we're all just looking at it for a third time today um, and Tim's background well Tim's is mostly watermarks it's like eight watermarks on his screen and then his background is like a three it looks like a three second loop from the TV show Stella like a good eye yeah and it's driving me fucking insane <laughs> I can do it different. I only can only use the videos on my hard drive, and they're mostly three-second clips from Stella. Here, let me do another one. <laughs> okay. There you okay. go. I don't want to oh, make I you crazy or anything. Right now, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at the Ellen show now. Um, let's better. see. Oh, the next note I have is uh, twist-offs are cool now. Um. <laughs> Helston went yeah. to dinner with her mother and brought a uh, a very cheap bottle of wine, I guess. Um, and, you know, she... We don't know if it was cheap. We just know it was twist-off. Oh, true. True. But yeah, her mom isn't into uh, twist-off wine. You know what we, we skipped? As, um, Lou is trying to, like, hit on uh, Malcolm's mom. I thought that, too. Yeah, I think... Uh, well, yeah, but I thought he was I thought he was hitting on her like to distract her though. I thought he was hitting on her just so confident that that's like, fucked up. <laughs> not wanna. <laughs> well, yeah. He's like, just look into my eyes, get lost in them, and then forget all about your, uh, you know, fucked up family. <laughs> girl, mm-hmm. girl in the box, yeah. Well, everyone in this family is just obsessed with um, 
you know, like uh, investigating this this case. Uh, the yeah. sister, she wants to do it for the news. Malcolm wants to do it because of his memories or whatever. But now mom is getting in on the fun as well. Um, everybody just wants to investigate. They should they should uh they should stop working with the New York police department and just like uh start a detective agency or something. The Pinkertons or something. <laughs> hey, I have uh I have the uh I wrote out the uh the whole dialogue from this mom and Halston scene. Okay. <laughs> no, the, okay. Yeah. Well, wait, I was gonna say that my favorite part is in here. Oh, okay. Okay. So should I do? But should I be playing both? You, you should have someone play mom. So it goes like, if I'm Halston, I'm like, hello, and I walk over to mom, mom and I hand her a, a bottle of wine. You brought a twist off. Merry Christmas to you too. Did you watch it? <sighs> no comment. Can't you at least try to be happy for me? I'm overjoyed, dear. My house is surrounded by paparazzi and so-called journalists. Your father has finally succeeded in making me a prisoner in my own home, and he had the assist from his overly ambitious offspring. Ambition is not a dirty word. It's the best thing about me. That and my hair. Yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> your father destroyed us, your brother and me. You put him on television and let him talk about it. You've gone and soaked yourself in blood. The press devoured us 20 years ago, and now they are at it again. You're playing the victim. I'm not a victim, but there are victims. Real ones. How do you think those 23 families feel when they see you on television? And why is the story never about them? I'm not going to apologize for what I did. I used the media to direct the narrative. <laughs> this, is, this, is a, this is a good question that mom asked next. <laughs> what does that even mean? I'm telling my story, not letting somebody else do it. I'm leaving. Twist-offs are cool now. <laughs> Scene. 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 Thank you. Thank you, yes. Ooh. That's true. <laughs> what's up? What's up with this family? Why, why is that something you, you say in the middle of this conversation? <laughs> I agree. It's really weird that she didn't see my, say, my ambition's the best thing about me, that and my sexy little legs. <laughs> 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 it is a very Orville like delivery yeah. to have like a really serious conversation that someone just cracks a joke and no one acknowledges it at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was from a different camera that only had that one line like it's like a different <laughs> audience maybe even. <laughs> I There's wish it looked version. directly into the camera and said it. Yeah, that would have been cool. You and then the studio audience goes, "Oh, <laughs> because because Halston is on TV in the show, she should be like, that's like we watch the TV, right? So this is how it works. Like we watch the TV, Halston's on the TV, in the TV. So she's our connection into the other TV. She's like the wormhole, right? So she should be constantly looking at us and saying like." 
Yeah, look, because she's breaking the she's she is the fourth wall. So, um, and we are like sticking our hands through her, and like, Whoa. like a shoe through a TV, mm. like in a uh, <laughs> yeah, like a shoe through a TV. <laughs> so should, there should be a lot more with Jim Helper looks to camera from her. Uh, Malcolm was on the way to this dinner, I think, uh, but he gets stopped by alcohol cop, um, who stops him and says, uh. Uh, I recognized you because of your shaky hand. Um, and they kind of connect here. They actually have a lot in common uh, because they're so obsessed with finding. Uh, what, what are they? Oh, yeah, Bigfoot. Uh, the drunk the wrong side of the country. What, what was it about? I feel like that was the fact that they actually got along was somehow in my subconscious. It was just so obvious. It was so predictable. What, what was it that made it so obvious? That they would end up, yeah, because they like they they framed him out to be a bad dude, but somehow as soon as he ran into him on the street, I was like, oh, they're gonna be friends now. But I don't know what tipped it. Is it is it because you read the episode description? Uh, yes. Now that I remember, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm thinking. What I'm thinking is the second time I saw this episode behind Greggy. <laughs> somehow I knew where it was going the whole time uh, yeah so we, um, the cop tells him that um, the, the dead police chief uh, guy he uh, has a special storage locker where he keeps all the evidence that he doesn't want the officials to know about or whatever um, I guess like kind of implying that he he like does stuff like off the books like uh I don't know like he's not as clean of a cop as is uh everyone made him out to be or whatever he was opening the storage locker he kept like making look he kept giving looks like oh boy I'm about to be fucking screwed here and then he you know when Malcolm walked in they they keep shooting it like this guy's about to you know turn on Malcolm at any moment but um yeah like Tim said from the from reading the episode synopsis before we knew that that was uh that was another way things are going to go I wonder if it, if it even had like a like a it seemed like it almost even had a a commercial break uh fake out where he like uh he puts it down he puts down the uh the rolling door of the storage locker thing mm-hmm. um and it seemed like the music kind of swelled there and then he turns around and they just find all this evidence and uh continue to uh you know figure out where where the guy is or whatever um yeah, we whereas it think we think they're all going to come back they're going to come back from commercial and it's going to be uh Lou, Danny and JT standing over dead Malcolm be like, "Wow, well, what's uh, how do we know how he died? I mean, Malcolm was the guy who would uh, do all this stuff. <laughs> Maybe he's uh murdered." Instead, we have to wait until next episode for that. Who who could solve Malcolm's that's murder? That's why uh that's why this wasn't this that's why this wasn't my favorite episode because he didn't he's not going to get murdered till next time. <laughs> the police chief guy he had a a classic collage board thing with all the evidence on it um he was actually working to solve the big uh junkyard killer case um because 
to make to to clear the name of alcohol cop he was going to uh to uh you know get him back on the force or whatever because way back when they were partners they they had like a relationship um they were more than partners more than partners yes so that's or, like or another life partners even yeah that was a huge reveal for me and i was like wow i can't believe that this tv show has the balls to go there to sh- you know to show to have two gay two characters in one episode nev- and then kill never them both. see each other <laughs> see never and never see each other in any scene yeah they don't even actually ever talk to each other <laughs> they don't show any male male affection which is the part that actually would be a little you know a little spicy no <laughs> they just talk about have in vague terms about having been lovers and then they both are dead. Like, yeah we yeah i he was, i think the guy even said i used to be gay <laughs> <laughs> not anymore though <laughs> I went to conversion therapy it really fixed me up <laughs> I got the same therapist as you Malcolm uh, that lady uh, sitting in the kids chair <laughs> but then and then what yeah then they go like there, there's a whole bunch of other stuff in this episode where the rest of the people are all busy but yeah. <laughs> it's so boring <laughs> yeah I don't remember anything else that really happened but the um, Malcolm uh, he like picks up a, a folder specifically to like gesture at the cop with or something and it happens to you know fan out so that he sees that there's like a list of names of mm-hmm. his suspects in there and, and he grabs it and uh, they compare it against Malcolm's list of suspects uh, I don't remember what this list signifies that Malcolm has, where it came from. It's there like two the lists of suspects, right? Mal- Malcolm's is like the list of fifty people who worked at the hospital at the time. Which hospital? I don't. Uh, the one, the one in the Bronx <laughs> near the. Whatever's relevant to the his story, that was... his dad's hospital. His dad's hospital. Uh, oh, yeah. like they worked together, like at the hospital or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Where he was a surgeon? It's the old riddle. Yeah. His dad was okay. in the hospital. <laughs> Did you watch the show? Did you watch the show? <laughs> it was behind him the whole time. So <laughs> um yeah, so they compare the two lists and they find that that the one person that matches on both is John Watkins. Um Johnny. What a name. What a name. John Watkins. <laughs> John Watkins. Um, so Malcolm has his uh, address that was his back 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go there on Christmas night um, to go try and find this guy. Hopefully he's still living in the same place. And guess um, what? Mama's mom and grandma's home. Is it mommy or grandma? Grandma. Grandma's home. <laughs> he's a real grandma's boy. Um, she's blind and a little, a little, uh, you know, a little slow, a little, <laughs> <laughs> a little uh, not yeah, the sharpest, uh, not the sharpest. <laughs> she makes them, she makes them dinner. That's very nice. Very hospitable. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know, that brings us to my favorite part of the episode where she makes makes these very gross looking TV dinners for them. And uh, the alcohol cop, he's just shoveling it in. He's he's all for it. He's fine. Yeah, that's what he's used to eating, like a, yeah. can, of, a can of beans. Like, and Yeah, 
that that was actually good. That was like good character, I think, to um, you know mm-hmm. have him actually into it. So that was my favorite part of the show. <laughs> yeah, very gross. My favorite part's coming up. It was a very gross dinner. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Like, the dinners were from the 80s or something, you know? Yeah. If you get, a, if you get a, a, one of those uh, frozen dinners now, uh, folks, they're they're like a five-course meal, pretty much. They're a five-star meal. <laughs> or, and it could be five courses, too, if you have five. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Like she brings another can out and like she's just glopping stuff onto um, Malcolm's dinner. Like what was it? Why did they? Why did that happen? I could not tell. So she's okay. blind. No, no. no. Okay. So I want to say this is one of my two favorite parts because because initially you think, oh, this is an idiotic, like weird attempt at humor that this show is doing in an otherwise. I mean, it's not, you know. It's not like a great show, <laughs> but like otherwise very serious, tense scene. And they have this dumb humor, but they reveal later that she was in on it. So I'm so she was just messing with them like she was no. intentionally giving them gross food, which that was my, one of my two favorite parts of this episode. <laughs> but they actually justified the oh. idiotic thing that happened earlier. Oh, yeah. OK. I guess that's true. Yeah. I thought she was still. I thought, yeah. Okay, it makes sense. Yeah, that's that's but definitely wait, how it has wait. to be. If no, okay, wait. If she's yeah. on it, then she should be trying to get them to stay there as long as possible, and giving them gross food would just make them want. To... <laughs> no, yeah, but she, she's she playing know... a blind card. You know. Yeah, she knows they're not like, going to leave. Yeah, she knows that that would be so rude if. If they disrespected her after she made that meal. <laughs> she and John Watkins, they built up this whole plan way ahead of time about what they would do. It's like, Ma, Grandma, I ordered these 1980s TV dinners. You, you get this slappy uh, can of gravy, you know? <laughs> and here's what we do. One of them is going to have to use the bathroom, right? So... While he goes to the bathroom, I'll come in and slit the other guy's throat, see, and then he'll come in. He he won't know what happened. He'll take a look over there. He'll, the other guy will be dead. He'll sit down. He'll take, actually, if you count it out, probably like 15 to 17 seconds <laughs> sitting down at the table checking his phone before he realizes the guy he's with throat is slit. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll go outside and, and take out the garbage. <laughs> I know you've been asking me to take out that garbage for a while. For a while. <laughs> but yeah, so. <laughs> we got a really good, like, it was supposed to be, like, I think the, you know, terrifying line uh, or whatever the line that everybody's going to be quoting, which is Johnny's just in time for pie. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Which she says, yeah. and you're supposed to be like, what a weird, creepy thing to say. I, I really <laughs> wanted her to go, just in time for pie, and then wait a beat and then go, it's a pastry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you know, because they set up something earlier that who knows what yeah. that pie represents. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, um, it's kind of like, Chekhov's gun. If you set up this pie mm-hmm. metaphor early on, then the audience mm-hmm. is going to expect to see it go off mm-hmm. by the end. Go, yeah. 
I'm glad they didn't show it. No, I, I'm I'm kind of mad that they didn't show it. They, I feel like it left me hanging. If I had one complaint, which I don't because I love the show, of course. Mm-hmm. But if I did have one complaint, it would definitely be that they did never show the pie. Or they the Kringle, for that pie. matter. Yep. Yeah. Or whatever it might have represented if Maybe, it was yeah, not. Yeah. No. It, it, Our minds just have to wander now. Maybe, <laughs> maybe next episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, they did say that on the next time on Prodigal Son. It's like, and we, do we ever see the pie? <laughs> <laughs> JT's wife sitting there with a box, you know? <laughs> just like, Kringle's inside. <laughs> <laughs> but she's holding it like waist high. <laughs> My other favorite part of this episode was also in this scene where they open the book and all the his face is scratched out of all the pictures. I thought that was uh I mean the I whole like show's was, good, but I thought I that was like actually kind of cool. I get I get it like visually it is, you know, a little creepy, but that's been done in I feel like every single fucking Oh, art for sure. Ever. Yeah. And so when I saw it I was yeah. like Okay, but uh, you know, I think this should have uh, been a giveaway because just are we supposed to think that that John Watson killed the grandpa, or the grandma killed the grandpa? Did somebody kill the grandpa? Maybe. <laughs> who's grandpa? Well, the, he who's asked, "Who is who is this in the <laughs> yeah? <laughs> who is grandpa?" That guy in the pictures. He's dead now? I don't know. Yeah, they I did not pay that much attention to that in part. Oh, yeah. really? I guess okay. I missed that. Yeah, they say they say that Johnny loved she says Johnny loved him, but unfortunately he he died. And I thought that was gonna be a, like a reveal, but it wasn't. What, this was a Christmas episode? They said COVID was in America as early as November, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know Maybe. after 65 and up they say the death rates are increasingly higher pre-existing conditions such <laughs> no I know people don't love uh, COVID jokes but uh <laughs> yeah get back to the W stuff Kev <laughs> <laughs> Um, so grandma really likes that Johnny kills people. She's, uh, she's talking about how great he is at it and he's going to kill Malcolm and Malcolm looks outside. He sees somebody moving around out there in some kind of a shed. So he's going to go out there as well. Um, he goes inside the shed and of course Johnny gets the drop on him and, uh, knocks him over. Um, and then it cuts away to Malcolm's mom, who's having a press conference because she took the bracelet from uh, Diamond Lou's office. Um, and she says, I am going to give a $1 million reward to anyone who can help me find this woman. $1 million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She puts her pinky up to her mouth. and. <laughs> All right, so may- maybe it's not specifically a George W. Bush thing. It's just a like ninety-nine to two thousand three thing. <laughs> I think this show is stuck in that era. This this show definitely is from two thousand like six. So 
you know, they definitely pulled from 99 to 2000-ish. Yeah, no, Austin Powers was really fresh in the psyche when they when the show was written, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but geez, gosh, that bracelet, you know, the one that everybody knows about. Yeah, mm-hmm, the famous. I mean, famous you think they only made one? <laughs> <laughs> it it did have like a inscription on it. It did have oh, like yeah, a true. initial AMS, I think. I think AMS. It was AMS. AMS. Sounds right. Yeah. We usually should do a little mystery solving here. Ooh. AMS. It's AMS. What's the disease that's AMS? Is there a disease that's AMS? I don't like to joke about diseases. American Mathematical Society. There you go. There I'm you go. A, I'm not a member. Yeah, that's if, if anyone was wondering. It didn't accept me. Too radical. <laughs> yeah, they didn't like some of my crazier math that I was doing. <laughs> and but look, you now, Tim. I mean, you're the numbers guy, right? Or you used to be. <laughs> you know, I'm taking uh, I'm taking a math course online right now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, with with a co with a couple coworkers. Class I I took in college, but uh, had a bad professor, so I'm doing it again. You're retake. You're retaking a class with your coworkers so you can pretend you've never learned it before and just just impress them with how well yeah. you do in the class. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, it's like yeah. I mean, it's my mo. Like reading the episode synopsis and being like, somehow I knew they were going to be friends. <laughs> you're gonna be like, yeah, X is an intro. Yeah, I don't know. Just guys, it's just coming to me. I don't know. <laughs> That's just my, how much I know about math. Yeah, Excuse yeah, you're uh, yeah, <laughs> that's all I could come up with. <laughs> it's true, though. We do have X's and we do have integers, what? though, so you know, what's the what's the course? Abstract algebra, it's like um, groups and rings and fields, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I, yes, you don't have to explain what. Abstract algebra is to me. Sorry, I, I know. Tim. I was. <laughs> okay, so the episode ends. Um, John <sighs> Watkins says, uh, where, where we're going. I don't remember what he says, but he says he's going to take Malcolm somewhere and he drags him off camera, and that's the end of the episode. Um, and that leaves us with a cliffhanger. Next episode, Malcolm is going to be dead in a different place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we didn't uh, talk. We didn't talk about the whole side plot, I, and this is going to be a big whole thing. But we didn't talk about the side plot where they they thought the um, the like uh, escort service manager was the killer, and they brought oh, her in yeah. for questioning. Um, there was just one line I had written down where they were. She was like. I don't have to answer your questions. And they were like, no, but you do have to look at these. And I, I just wrote down like, no, she doesn't. <laughs> she can just close her eyes. She doesn't have, they can't make her look at pictures. <laughs> she could what just say, these? I'm blind. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> Much like John Watkins' grandmother. Yeah, what, she think, yeah. what do you think, guys? Those contacts 
Also, I, I didn't I, I didn't bring it up earlier, but she's like definitely needs to be in jail, right? This grandma. <laughs> they got her. Yeah, her. She, she, if nothing else, I, I mean, mean, she's very I, on board with what her son is. She's an accessory son. for sure. I don't believe in the carceral state, but um, <laughs> okay. I think that she should be, um, you know, go through the story of justice process. <laughs> okay. You should be her lawyer. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. What is it illegal to make a good meal for your guests? <laughs> yeah, she should be sent to work for five years on a hemp farm in Idaho. <laughs> and when she comes back, she's totally rehabbed. Okay, so that was this episode. I don't think... Did we miss anybody's favorite parts? Oh, yeah. I Actually, my favorite part is... Uh, there's a part where Malcolm's walking up the stairs while they're eating dinner, and then there's a dark figure, like they cut to it, and there's a dark figure behind him in the hallway, and then like after a, like a second, you realize that it's just a mirror, because he moves and it also moves, and you're like, oh okay. And I thought that was a that was the only moment that was my favorite part. <laughs> that was good. I don't remember that at all. But it was like a, it was like a, a nice camera move type of thing. A nice it, shot. It was setup. like a, it was a nice like fake fake out because you see like Malcolm, he's facing, and then behind him you see this dark figure, and you're like, oh shit, Johnny Watkins is there, and he's not going, he's not there for pie, you know. And then he moves, and it's just really, it's just was himself, uh, kind of like a metaphor maybe. Wow. Who's the real killer? Are we killing ourselves? Uh, you know, society. Who's the Joker? Where? Who's got the mask? <laughs> who's whose mask are we wearing? Now we're all wearing masks. COVID nineteen. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Wow. Hmm? <laughs> wow. And there's a great unmasking. Some people are doing. Uh, <laughs> Well, now it's time to unmask our ratings for this episode. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's see. Tim, you know a lot about numbers right now. Why don't you tell us your number for what this episode is to you? Yeah, this is a um, perfect score, obviously. 43 out of 43. Uh, President W. Bush is number 43. okay. Okay. Great score. How about you, Kevin? What would you give this one? Okay. Well, I'm going to give it... Um, well... Um, hold on. Let me just look this up real quick. Sorry. I'm going to give it a 126. 126, January 26th. One month after Christmas date of Kobe Bryant's death in a helicopter crash. <laughs> 24 murders, 2-4 Kobe Bryant. Okay, perfect. and you, the, the, date of, the date of Kobe Bryant's death is perfect to you? <laughs> Kobe Bryant dying is perfect? Nobody could do it like Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kev, what day do you think Christmas R. is? <laughs> yeah, that's another. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, 
It depends. But you celebrate Christmas. We all know that Jesus was really born. The winter solstice, which would be what? December 21st? 21st, I guess. Yeah. 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 So looks like none of us really know when Christmas is. <laughs> How about you, Miranda? Maybe Hallmark. Mr. Hallmark knows when Christmas is. <laughs> Fucking Hallmark all day. <laughs> does Kevin, does Kevin have more to say? No. Okay. I guess I, I guess I give this two out of two pastries. Two out of two unseen pastries. <laughs> I don't really know what else there is to do. Yeah, you, I guess you know you know who will never see those pastries. Grandma Malcolm, because he's gonna die. <laughs> Grandma. Yeah, Malcolm no. too. But Grandma, yes, because she's blind. She might not be. I think she is. Yeah, I, was is she supposed to actually? Okay. I mean, what took her so long to answer the door? If they were planning it and then putting in her fake contacts. <laughs> yeah, that does make sense. I'm telling you, this like, is by far the best episode because they took advantage of that. Say it again, Miranda. No, Tim's thing is better. No, you. I really want to hear what you were saying. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. All right. Well, my thing sucked. So if you're saying mine's better, yours must have been really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like maybe her eyes really look like that, and they were like, "Oh, we can take advantage of your unfortunate eye situation by mm-hmm. that you're blind." Mm-hmm. Hmm. Real, uh, you know, make lemonade situation. Yeah. Hmm. Johnny looked at Grandma and said, I told you it was bad, so... He said, Nana, <laughs> let's make some lemonade, huh? How about we uh, pretend you're blind and help you help me kill some people? <laughs> Personally, because of the festive season that the episode takes place in, I'm going to give this one 8 out of 8 crazy nights. Perfect okay. episode. I love. <laughs> wow! How did I not no, see it? Not fair. <laughs> okay. I would have said that instead of <laughs> fucked up shit. I just remembered that usually I look up like tweets and stuff, but I didn't do it this time. Um, so I think uh, oh, we're not going to really do any one. segments. I saw a really good tweet. Oh, really? And now I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I wish I could remember. I did see that we got uh, retweeted by the Scott Grimes fan account. I don't know if you guys saw that. Sweet. <laughs> pretty good. Nice. Not what did official, we tweet that got retweeted? I will get there. Uh, that that our friend Andrew Bear was going to do a cover of I Don't Even Mind. Oh, yeah. That was great, it too. Like, it said, like, it said, Scott Grimes fans, make sure to tune in. And then the account oh, yeah. Scott Grimes fans retweeted. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think at this late date, there's nowhere really to see it, but it was really good. And uh, actually, I put a recording of it on the last episode, so you probably heard it already. Um, but also the 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 video for I Don't Even Mind is now up on YouTube. So everybody go check that out. Yeah, and uh, it is I a great think... song, and and Andrew did a great, did a fantastic cover of it. Mm-hmm. Definitely, salute to Andrew. That was a great cover. Um, I was gonna say, 
I have uh, I have interacted with we have interacted with Scott Grimes before <laughs> during the yeah, Scott Grimes I know, giveaway. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he did not retweet our giveaway though. Yeah, <laughs> still working on it. Oh, so good. yeah, that really hurt our relation. <laughs> that soured our relation. So we're uh, doing a lot of positive Scott Grimes coverage. <laughs> have you Did set he ever aside... claim is winning? Yeah. yeah, have you set aside the seven dollar bills for in escrow in case he? <laughs> yeah, I put them in a. Uh, uh, in I invested in American oil. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> oh no, Kevin. Yeah. West Texas oil futures. Oh yeah. boy. It's not good. Not good. I mean, unless we, you know, go to war with Iraq or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to tie it back into George Bush. Okay. <laughs> um I have a I have a segment I have to do. It's gonna be really short though. Oh, okay. It's well I have a do an edition of our killer confession segment where I have to confess something. Oh no. Which is that I was flipping through the channels. Um I do have cable, uh mostly because of sports, but now sports aren't on, so <laughs> that is a shock. I know that's honestly in this millennial world that is like literally murder. You know what's fucked up? I don't. I don't mean to interrupt you here, but uh, my nephews are here, and they uh, they don't like at their home. They don't have cable, so they don't like know what like real commercials are. So they were just watching old Doritos commercials for like an hour, <laughs> and I was just like, what "The fuck is wrong with you guys?" I, I was like, "I was like, hey, what is?" I was like, "Why? Why are you guys watching this?" And they're like, "You're an old timer," and I was like, oh, "Whatever." I guess kids just like commercials now. I guess kids like commercials now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they just want what they can't have, you know? Yeah, that's what Freaking it is. Kids. So I, I was flipping through the channels and I saw like the last two minutes of a Prodigal Son episode. That's like 10 episodes in the future. Damn. Um, I'm not going to say what happened, but it was like, it was two really big spoilers. Was there anybody wow. you've never seen before? I'm, I'm I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see what happens after Malcolm gets killed off. I can't imagine how this <laughs> show's going to continue. I, I I will give you guys each two. I we, we could play twenty questions. I don't know. We could turn this into a game, or we can just not do it. That's fine. Like to find out the spoiler for yeah, like ten yeah, episodes. Because who cares? We're not going to be doing this in ten episodes. <laughs> I got it. I don't. I don't. I kind of don't want to spoil myself, but I also hate the thought that of Tim knowing more than me. Like that would drive me insane. I know because I'm going to tell you when we finally get there. You get the first three questions, then Miranda. Okay. Does it involve a character dying? Yeah. One of the two spoilers. Yes. And I assume that we know that when I said that I meant a main character, not just some bullshit character that's introduced. Yes, it's someone we know. And that can that can be part of your question. Your first question. That's fine. Because I want you to get it. Yeah, that was <laughs> not a separate. That was not a separate question. Um, now, somebody else go now. Does this character have is this character a person of color? No. Um, are they killed by another per- character we know? Um, I cannot count that because I don't know the answer. Oh wow! Okay. Do we do um, we care? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
Yes, no. duh. What's your question? No, too? that wasn't. I had more to the question, but I want Miranda to ask. So. Uh, is the person who gets killed part of Malcolm's family? No. So this is he only works with, and it's not. It's not a person of people. color. Yeah. So who is this person? This person is it, nobody. I don't care about this person. They're not in the family yeah, or at the work family. Who are? <laughs> I it bet could it's, be, it's, is it's, it one of the other killers that we've met so far? No. Good Good question. It's I, I oh. foolish to forget about them, but it, no. It is, is it not. one of the, our character's lovers? Yes. <gasps> no! Malcolm's girlfriend gets killed? That happens. Anyone this family gets close to? Who, who's Malcolm's girlfriend? Mm. I think she's named like Eve. Yeah, Eve. Yes, it is. I want to make sure that's who you're talking about. Yeah, it's Eve. Eve dies at some point. No, that's one of the two spoilers, but not in this episode. So it could I'm be. I'm gonna cry every time I see her now. <laughs> I know we, she was in one episode and then has been gone for one episode. So I was very surprised to find out she's still relevant. Um, there's a, a one more spoiler. I should say. So I think I think this was ten episodes in the future, nine episodes now, I guess. But this had happened in the past, so I don't know when this is going to... Sometime in the next nine episodes, this will happen. There's another spoiler about the actual thing that I saw happen, but it's more of an activity. It's not a death. Is it a sex scene? No. Are they playing ping pong? Oh, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine if I was right, though. Is it, is it flashback? A fla- other flashback? No, no, it's it's live. Wow. And it's the very end of the episode it, it happens and it's kind of a cliffhanger. Oh, is it something with the therapist? No. Does dad break out of jail finally? No. Is it something to do with another killer? To... No. Does that have to do with the girl in the box? Uh, I'm pretty sure not. I'm pretty sure it has to do with Eve's death, but I'm not. I can't be sure. I don't know. An activity having to do with Eve's death. Does it have to do with Malcolm's job? Yes. Camping fired. Uh, fired all the time. No to camping, and <laughs> I mean, uh. It is not him getting fired, but I think it's kind of implied that he will get fired uh, as a result of oh, for what this. He, what he does. If he does has he not arrested? already been fired. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. Uh, okay. Diamond Lou and JT and Danny come in and arrest Malcolm <gasps> in his house. Oh, no. Yeah. Why would why would they be the ones to do it? Why do they need three people to do it? And why do they pick his three work best friends? Yeah, I think there are some laws involved where you're not, uh, you know, allowed to do that. We gotta get Pat on. We gotta get Pat on. <laughs> we should have Pat on next time. We should just skip forward to that one and have <laughs> Should we guess how like, Eve now, dies? We already know all these spoilers. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> okay. But we don't know. So we know uh, when Malcolm's going to get arrested, but we don't know when or how Eve's going to die. And that keeps the, the romance alive. <laughs> okay do they when they arrest him does he get like processed or is it just like cuffed do you think he's, they're just gonna hold him or do you think he's actually gonna get processed 
Uh, you know, wait, wait, wait. He's dead next episode. He's dead next episode. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah I guess that's spoiler number three is he, is he doesn't <laughs> die yet. No. Um, I will say all we see, it's, it, it is, they, they, from what I remember, it's done in a way that they could totally undo it in like the beginning of the, ne- the next episode where like they show up and they're like, put your hands up and they handcuff him and then it ends. But it could, the next episode could start where oh, they're so like, we like- just had to. It, it could be like we're t- we're taking you into protective custody because we're so worried about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it could be something or like you're sleepwalking, dude. We just had to handcuff you. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, or you should write for the show. You're sleepwalking, dude. <laughs> we got a handcuff. <laughs> so they think he had something to do with his death. Is that what's going on? I I think so. Only because they were showing like images and flashbacks of Eve's death. Right, like I saw maybe sixty or ninety seconds, and so it was just flashbacks of Eve's death and his memories of Eve, and then they arrest him. So I'm guessing it has to do with it. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll just have to keep watching to find out. I have a prediction that is is like sounds. It's not a joke. I think it's probably what's going to happen is. Somehow, some way, all of his 16th century weaponry is gonna kill Eve. I think it's gonna be from one of the weapons in his in his uh, wall of weapons, <laughs> his yeah. John Wick wall. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's gonna uh, get murdered by this guy who's about to, who we think is about to murder Malcolm. Yeah, what, did it. what if what if she gets murdered by the surgeon? That'd be fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How, be good. how, how many more people would he have to murder to be a bad guy? <laughs> a lot, because if you know anything about um, you know, net good. <laughs> net good. Hey man, hey man, I I work for the internet. I know all about net good. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, right. in, the, in in the ocean, uh net bad, you know what I'm saying? Hurt animals. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, guys, there's one final segment on the show, and that is the surgeon's scalpel. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Every week I choose one Person look at it. Look be. at this sick fuck. He's smiling. He's laughing. This fucking <laughs> fucking maniac. <laughs> this fucking um, sometimes, sometimes it's hard, and I don't like to choose who gets the scalpel. But this week it's easy. I'm glad. I love. I love to deal this out this week because somebody broke the rules. I made you promise at the beginning uh, to say when your favorite part was happening. No. And someone <laughs> skipped it and waited until the end and left their favorite part till the end. And that is Kevin. Kevin, you get the surgeon's scalpel this week. Oh. I'm sorry to say. Wow. And like, but like getting it in a bat, like, like you're actually killing me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing anything. My hands are clean. This is the surgeon doing this. 
You're gets, fucking sick. No, okay, well, I'm a little is, bit. The, you know what? This is my what I'm saying to the surgeon. Who sent you? Who fuck was it, Greggy motherfucker? <laughs> and he like tries to swipe me, and I grab. I'm like, ting, ting, ting. I'm knocking him left and right, you know. And like I grab like uh, the drapes, you know, and I like wrap around his head. He's like a, <laughs> he's walling around like a ghost, a blind ghost. And then and I'm like, bang, Johnny, gunshot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you you turn up and you look out the window that's now broken and you see me oh, with my sniper rifle sniper. three buildings away on the <laughs> oh, I hear in my earpiece he's like I got I always got your back buddy it's me your old fucking friend from the military shooter <laughs> Meanwhile I am there and I'm like the blind grandpa I'm like yes kill him here but I've got my contacts in, so I can't see that he's all wrapped up in the curtain and about just throwing wet Miranda beans doing? on them. What is Miranda yeah. doing? I probably I probably just ran away. Like that sounds scary. I don't really <laughs> Yeah, you probably ran away right at the beginning. You're just like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> more important shit like, going on. Good luck, Kevin. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, and I, re- I, I remember that. For you. Yeah. <laughs> So, so Kevin got the surgeon's scalpel, but dare I ask, who got car compacted by the, the junkyard killer this week? <laughs> I guess Miranda for cowardice. Uh, it's gotta be, it's gotta, no, come on, it's gotta be Tim for the spoilers. It's gotta be. <laughs> oh, good point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think giving away spoilers is one of the, like, religiously motivated crimes that the the junkyard killer would do i think maybe cowardice is though <laughs> that's true there's no. no spoilers in the bible i think going going back on your word dishonor that's he'd kill for that that's you A all right spoiler? I my death <laughs> it's fine i don't okay. care and you're not gonna even fight you're not gonna set up a scene where you fight off the no you're just getting in the See, now now <laughs> oh, yeah now he's the coward now he double <laughs> he gets double crushed oh wow you proved no, it because i have i have faith that one of my friends will come save the day so i happily i open the car door i get it and i put the seatbelt on because i want to be safe <laughs> And you know we're coming hey, to well, rescue. Kevin's, Kevin's busy. Kevin's busy with the surgeon right now. Yeah, I, well, and I and I would maybe if there was enough time. You know, I'm thinking. You know, maybe I could help Tim, but he's really just kind of speeding along the process and, and going to this guy, not making it hard for him at all. I'm sitting there thinking, if maybe I have 30 seconds, and maybe if Tim holds him on for 30 seconds, I can save him. It was like, no, you seatbelts on. Yeah, let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> and I've oh. got these contacts and I can't even see him if I wanted yeah. to help. And he and Greggy's as far <laughs> as I know, he's like mean now. <laughs> he's a mean old lady now, so Miranda, Miranda ran home to watch like Unabomber yeah, on Netflix or something. <laughs> sure, yeah. I have no idea that Tim's even in trouble. I'm at home watching Unabomber. <laughs> But then you all realize I haven't done my hourly check-in, which I do every hour on the hour with my podcast friends. <laughs> and you go, hmm. Hmm. even though Kevin already knows that I'm being murdered, apparently. <laughs> and in the scenario, you just you're also there taking a shot, saving my life. <laughs> So there might actually so if there's, there's enough, some sort of time travel. If there's enough time, there's enough time for me to kill the surgeon and then be abducted by the junkyard killer.